Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Neo World Order podcast. Coming to you on a beautiful Saturday night here in Wisconsin. Um, I always like to share with you guys, like when we uh, watch something cool here at the house or come across some. We actually saw um, the new uh, Minions movie. What is it? The Rise of Gru or whatever. If you haven't seen that, that was actually really good. I've always enjoyed the Minion movies. I think that's one of the few, like, still kind of kid cartoon things I can watch or the Despicable Me things because the min- the Minions are just hilarious. Anyways, so um, we're always looking for, I feel like we've watched everything, you know, that isn't, like, brand new or whatever. Um, so sometimes my daughter will try to, you know, my daughter and my wife, they'll be on TikTok and, you know, people recommend things or give their lists of like the best shows and stuff to watch um so tonight we watched um it's a documentary film called uh, girl in the picture and you guys know i love true crime so this is kind of a true crime thing it's about uh a woman who's murdered and ultimately isn't who they think she is as far as like her identity you know that her and it takes you on this rabbit hole of what her whole life was and it was I mean it was kind of like oh wow you know her life was terrible and it's like oh hold my beer it gets worse oh wow I can't believe all this oh wait there's more and it just was like I guess sometimes it's unfathomable to think how much someone would have to suffer in their life and the things you know people go through and it reconfirms my uh, thought that there are just some completely twisted, sick fucking people in this world. Too many of them. And unfortunately, the legal system never does the right... This In this case, they did, but unfortunately, it never should have got to this. But, um, you know... I'm not one of those rehabilitate the criminal kind of people. You, you screw up once, that's enough for me to... Uh, execute you i'd execute you for too many traffic tickets but that's just me shit i'd probably be on the list anyways um but yeah check out if you have netflix girl in the picture if you like true crime you like documentaries um it was a good watch i think it's only like an hour and 45 minutes so it wasn't super long i know seems like movies even same thing with uh the the Gru movie was only like an hour and a half you know it seems like now the thing is to make movies like two plus hours it seems like every marvel movie is like three plus hours i think the thor movie just came out this weekend um i'll probably go see it i feel like nobody in my house wants to go see it so maybe i won't maybe i'll just have to wait till it's on disney plus in like a month because doctor strange is already on there so unless like i said unless you've been living under a rock for the last week or so you have heard uh, Metallica's Master of Puppets. Uh, it kind of blew up, kind of like Kate Bush's running up that hill after being used in probably one of the best scenes Stranger Things has ever done. And that's saying a lot because there's some real creativity and genius in that show. And the scene uh, featuring Master of Puppets was amazing. You know, and, and I got to think, Met- Metallica as a whole has some am- amazing amazing songs like there's just some excellent songwriting uh arrangements masterful musicians whether you like you know 
where they are now versus you know how it started i mean master of puppets and and justice for all to me are kind of like their uh i don't know they're great works i know the black album was probably the best thing commercially but uh master of puppets to me got the ice maker going again was just was like the apex um so you know in watching the scene and thinking about um how this song relates to everything. It's kind of, you know, I always look at the lyric, and it's end of passion play, crumbling away. I'm your source of self-destruction. Veins that pump with fear, sucking darkness clear, leading on your death's construction. You know, I, I love song lyrics. Um, you know, I talk about that all the time. Um, and and I, I think in the last couple of years in this whole like red pill uh, awakening phase I've been going through that I've kind of taught myself to see that everything that kind of gets thrown out there becomes big, uh, sort of intertwines with what's going on in the world, you know, because there's no coincidences. And I thought that this was such a powerful song to use at this point in history. And maybe it means nothing. Maybe I'm totally overthinking it, you know, and it's just a great song and a great scene, but maybe I'm not. Um, released in 1986 originally uh, on the album of the same title, Master of Puppets. Um, I mean, it's a tale of despair, addiction, blindness, and in the end, in the end, kind of about blind faith and having no control over yourself. And there's a lot of ways to look at the song lyrics. You know, if we if we were to completely deconstruct it or try to interpret it, uh, you know, in the bridge part, it's like "Come crawling faster, obey your master, master of puppets. I'm pulling your strings, twisting your mind and smashing your dreams. Blinded by me, you can't see a thing." I listened to the song a lot and read the lyrics repeatedly the other day. Uh, you know, and at one point, I, I had to ask myself, okay, if I were to think outside the box, was Metallica giving us a peek behind the curtain of how the world really operates? And this was 36 years ago this song was released. You know, and maybe even then... To people that were, you know, that have that creative genius or are among the elites, which really even Metallica wasn't even mainstream at this time. Um, maybe the writing was already on the wall and they saw something we didn't. Pulling your strings. I hear that and I just think about the way society is led by things, by the media, politicians, algorithms, influencer, anything you see and hear, that maybe there's so much bombarding of our subconscious at times that we're just rats kind of following a Pied Piper. And, and it, if you think about it, you know, it, it's not hard to really imagine, like, look at things, right? Like, just take a look around. Narratives are kind of like leashes or corrals. 
They get people moving, thinking, talking about certain things at certain times in order to obtain results that, you know, the powers that be are seeking. You know, and I think the hardest part sometimes is to realize, at least in my opinion, that we're living in a, in a society full of psyops from, you know, pushes on racism, gun violence, COVID, division, uh, you know, and whether it's division at the social economic status or by religion, by the left, right, red, blue, you know, the list goes on and on. And I think the song kind of illustrates how we kind of crawl to the words and cling to the vision of the masters. And it ultimately controls everything. And then, without even realizing, one day we're dead. You know, and maybe you're aware of it way before that. And maybe that's kind of putting it in this really small microchasm. But it is one way to look at it. You know, the system of divide and the systematic design that's been in place for years, it, in a way, sometimes it feels crazy even embracing this idea, you know, that there's like this shadow government or a deep state or if it's some Satan-worshipping religious group or another god, is it just a conglomerate of wealthy people who thirst for power? Is it the Freemasons, the Illuminati... Or some other secret society that ultimately controls everything we see, touch, feel. Like, they're the wind pushing our sails. You know, the, they're, the, they're the how and why. Um, you know, is it really that hard to think about it? You know, and whatever this is, it has a power. And there's so many reasons to really see that power. If you're willing to look more and not have your mind flooded with the nonsense that's there to distract you. Like, if you just look at a few events in history, and these are just random ones off the top of my head. Start with, like, the JFK assassination. We never really got a conclusive answer on the events in the house. We're told that Oswald did it. Maybe that's even the popular opinion. But there are a lot of people that say and have shown evidence that there's no way. And we're talking about the leader of the free world. The most powerful person in the world at that time killed and, you know, assassinated. And there's no, like, bam, diehard, foolproof, without a doubt, here's what happened. There's not. I mean, there's sealed records. There's, like, why would people not want you? Why, like, why would the government not want you to know? Like, that's a red flag. And it should have been a red flag way back then. I mean, think about it. There's a whole channel in this country dedicated to true crime. And random high-profile murders have been solved with tons of evidence. You know, and they've used evidence to catch tons of suspects in whatever. You know, and JFK was the fucking president. And I don't know how much more high profile a murder could be and, and why we wouldn't be provided with something that's 100% proof. Here's what happened and why. You know, we're 50 plus years later and still kind of scratching our heads 
And maybe we don't think about it because it's the past. And maybe you say it doesn't matter. You know, but but everything matters in small amounts. You know, and then you have the murder of his brother Bobby Kennedy. So two high-profile murders, same family. You know, on top of the mystery around JFK Jr., his son. You know, and it, you're talking about just one high-profile family. And maybe... You know, you could also say, and I think about this too, because if you're always watching someone and always looking at someone like, I don't know, I'll use the Kardashians because the girls were watching a Kardashian thing today. The cameras are all always on them. So you're going to see more of the stupid shit they do or more of the scripts because they're always being watched. Somebody who's, you know, another celebrity that maybe doesn't have a reality show, maybe doesn't have photographers following them around 24 7 you're not going to hear as much they may be screwing up more or the same but you don't hear about it because they're not under that microscope you know and then i know this is a huge one with people that believe things that have happened aren't what they say you know aren't what we told but if you look at on september 11th and you look at the pentagon attack there's no footage that shows a plane actually strike it no legitimate wreckage found to support the plane flying into it you know obviously we have a missing plane as well as passengers but at at the crash site it's not like any other wreckage as far as plane to building or what was to be expected and that's been analyzed by experts and experts and experts and like i said you know you'll find a person that says oh no this is what happened another person say eh, no that's you know it, it's just yeah there's people on both sides but once again would you not want to give people conclusive evidence that hey there's no doubt without a doubt blah 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 here's what happened um you know look at epstein island both he and his mistress are prosecuted Actually, he was never prosecuted because he was awaiting trial when he killed himself. So he was in the process of being prosecuted. There's a black book with tons of names, flight logs, eyewitness testimony as far as who was there. However, he kills himself in prison under very suspicious circumstances. She goes to trial. We don't see a minute of it uh, or really hear any details in the testimony. She's sentenced to less than R. Kelly, and still no one has been named off any of that client's list. So she's sentenced that this trafficking, uh, which you're only trafficking people to be in sex trafficking operations for them to be having sex with people. So if the trafficking was done, then the sex was done. So where are the names? Who are the names? Why aren't we hearing the names? You know, nothing. But yet we got every pointless, minute detail of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. That was as irrelevant as any... There was no reason for that to be televised. I can tell you right now, had that not been televised, no one would have been looking for a place to watch it. But sure, they showed it for a day or an hour and then they're like, oh look, people are drawn to this. People are watching it. If we talk about this on the hour on the news, they'll think about this and not what this other stuff we don't want them to think about. See, that, that's how it works. You know, 
you look at even like January 6th, the government has told us that that was a threat to democracy. Like, at the end of the day, it was glorified vandalism and, and trespassing. Those intruders never killed anyone. Yes, people died that day, but it had nothing to do with the trespassers and vandalizers. Um, except the one rioter, trespasser, whatever, Ashley, whatever, that was shot by a Capitol Guard. Um, you know, you, you, they say threat to democracy, yet it was actually the government who closed your businesses, kept your kids home from school, essentially shut down the country over a virus that they created and funded in a lab uh, that 98% of the population would survive anyways. But they, and on top of that, they convinced a majority of the citizens to be guinea pigs for a vaccine that didn't work one, two, three, four, five times. I don't know what booster you clowns are on that are still getting it. And now we just kind of sweep all that under the rug. Not the January 6th thing, just the whole, all the bullshit the government did with COVID. And like COVID was a scam. I told you that day one. I'm still telling you that today it was a scam. COVID led us to where we are right now. That was the tool to get the results we're starting to see now. You know, and what they created is like, you know, it's just, it's like this big wheel. And it just keeps spinning. So it never really stops in one spot. You know, think of like the Wheel of Fortune wheel where it goes to bankrupt, 500, free car, free cruise, whatever. This wheel just keeps going to the next thing. You know, so there's no time to really go back and ask questions because we're going to keep moving along. Think, you know, like like a tour at a museum. Hey, oh, well, we're not going to stop and talk about this forever. We'll just answer one question, then we'll keep going. You know, whether it's press secretaries, it's president in front of reporters when he's not reading end of quote repeat line on the teleprompter you know there there's never closure to one thing because we go to the next thing because sometimes the closure is not what the masters want to hear i mean you know whether it was covid or mass election fraud epstein uh the biden's business dealings with china you know why law-abiding citizens should have to surrender firearms this wheel just keeps spinning and pushing things forward, which is kind of ironic because ultimately what it's done is take us all backwards. And and when things get too quiet or, you know, maybe something damaging to like the whole narrative or those in power is about to leak, you know, they, they throw out a shooting or something racist or they overturn Roe v. Wade and everyone loses their minds. It, it's all intentional. Like, if you forget everything that you've had beaten into your mind and open your eyes, you will, you will see it. Like, it, it, it's almost, it's, it's like that movie in the 80s with uh, Roddy Piper, They Live. Like, once you put the sunglasses on and you see what's going on, you can't stop seeing it. Like, it, 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 it almost, like, you're blown away. You know, it's kind of like, I see this why doesn't everybody else you know and there's so much happening like even recently we went from 
how the shooting in Evalde just kind of went away. The shooting in Buffalo just kind of went away. Um, no details on shooters. You know, the biggest thing to me in Evalde was we never got hardcore concrete information on how this guy got the money to secure those high-end weapons and all those rounds of ammunition. Like, when that story was starting to leak, the sheriff's department there, you know, kind of threw themselves under the bus. You know, and now, like, as last I heard, the mayor was saying that throwing the sheriff's department even further under the bus. And that's all well and good. But, you know, it just kind of... What they do is in these stories, and, and we're seeing it, you know, with the Highland Park shooting from July 4th. And, and I get this. You don't want to make the psychopaths who do things famous. So there, there, there's a line I'm treading here, you know, because they throw out the, the emotional story of the victims. And, and maybe those are important. I mean, what happens to them is tragic and terrible and should never happen and families shouldn't have to go through that. But that doesn't mean telling their stories are important. And I know maybe that's a tough pill for people to swallow or hear. What's important is what led to these events to happen. Like, that's, that's an actual story. You know, once again, this wackadoodle kid in Highland Park, where did he get the weapons? Apparently the whole family was crazy. He talked about crazy stuff. There was like a crazy shooter mural painted on the back of his house. You know, so that's not the story, though. Gun controls the story. Because, you know, the gun is bad. It's not the person. It's not, you know, hey, maybe did somebody put these firearms in these crazy people's hands and just turn them loose. Um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. If you think about In the Dark Knight, which there's some serious brilliance uh, in places you're not looking for in those Christopher Nolan movies. The Joker, when he talks about like the people he recruited. Like they were insane people that just wanted to do insane things. He didn't like coach them. He just gave them the tools to go out and wreak havoc. You know, he was simple like that. And in a lot of ways, I think that's what happens in society. And this is my opinion. There's that maybe these people are giving, given these things to say, go wreak hell. Because that hell you, you raise and destruction and tragedy you create, that will push what we really want. And anything that's destroyed, that's just collateral damage. Because that's really how things work. And I know it's terrible and people want to say, oh, no, it's not, it can't really be. It can. It really can. You know, I, I'll i never understand. I mean, you know, and it, and that's where the whole, the where the gun on our argument comes in is they do that and they use these people that do these heinous things to make you worry about law-abiding gun owners although you know the same politicians don't fear people who are in, who in cities across this country were starting fires looting rioting they those people were never labeled a threat but gun owners you know and they use terms like assault rifle which is the thing is an assault rifle they think that's what the ar stands for where it's really armored light rifle you know and, and there's so many lies even in the gun 
the gun violence statistics. We talked about that. You know, honestly, unless you're in Chicago, St. Louis, New Orleans, Detroit, L.A., you're pretty safe. It's those major city, liberal cities, where violence is kind of out of control. You know, and, and now completely changing gears while I've got you full board on the crazy train with me. Um, those of you who listen, who've been listening now for almost going on two years, that's crazy, we're coming up on that. Um, you may be aware of numerology and the number 33. Uh, it's often associated with a lot of things past and current from the Bible to the occult. 33 is a symbol and is always present. Case in point, there was a press conference the other day, Highland Park shooting. There is a fire engine in the back with like ladder 33 right there in the press. It's always there. Um, in the Bible, Jeremiah uh, 33 Dot three, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you don't know. Ezekiel 33, 33. And when this cometh to pass, lo, it will come, then they shall know that a prophet has always been amongst them. Let that sink in for a second and then I'll, I'll go a little bit further. But what if I told you that the pier, all the pyramids in the world are on the 33rd parallel. Or that the three most well-known centers of paranormal activity are all near the 33rd parallel, which would be Atlantis, the Great Pyramids, and the Bermuda Triangle. Just a few random things, right? And like I said, all religions hold 33 in high regard. The Holy Trinity for the Christians the triple goddess for the ancients, the Celts believed everything happens in threes, the Vatican has 32 arches, the Pope's robe has 32 buttons, his head represents the 33rd. The UN globe is divided into 33 sections. The UN flag also happens to be blue, just like the blue in the first three degrees of masonry. 33 is the highest degree of Scottish Freemasonry. Coincidence? Remember what I say about coincidence. Harry S. Truman, 33rd degree Mason, 33rd President of the United States. 1933, Adolf Hitler becomes Chancellor of Germany. Buzz Aldrin, 33rd degree Mason, and Neil Armstrong, son of a 33rd degree Mason, performed a Masonic ceremony on the moon 33 minutes after arriving and took pictures holding a mason flag jesus died at the age of 33 pope john paul i was murdered after 33 days um in waco texas david koresh was 33 years old when the atf killed him near the 33rd parallel the virginia tech shooter killed 33 people director of Titanic, Terminator, Avatar, James Cameron, 33rd degree Mason, started the Houston, Texas screening of the 1997 film Titanic at 3:33 precisely. JFK June, or JF, I'm sorry, JFK was assassinated on the 33rd parallel in Dallas. His brother, 
also killed on the 33rd parallel. FDR died near the 33rd parallel. Saddam Hussein's palace in Baghdad was built on 33 degrees latitude, 33 degrees longitude. Did you know that most of the planet's 6 billion people all live below the 33rd parallel? And that the largest global financial centers all operate above the 33rd parallel? What does all this mean? Maybe nothing. Maybe it's just fucking numbers. Or maybe it means everything. But there are so many more instances than what I've, I literally have just shared with you. I could spend days listing the events that have taken place, like those that I already mentioned. Um, did I actually... Oh, I think I didn't mention it. Ro the Roswell crash happened on the 33rd parallel. And it sounds insane, right? All of it. But it's all true. Like, w what's the meaning? I mean, is there any meaning? You know, so what, what do Masons have to do with the history of the world? Or what are they doing in society? Uh, if you look, you'll probably see Masonic lodges in your town. Or you may even know a Mason. My father is a Mason. Um, you can check their website. Um, and honestly, as a skeptic, to me, it looks like any or organi organization trying to sell an image or message, creed, whatever, brotherhood, truth, being the best version of yourself, kind of that propaganda that, you know, may appeal to some. Um, I may get some shade for saying that. I don't know, maybe I enlist to get a better understanding of what it's all about. Although I think just saying that violates some sacred oath. But, uh, you know, the Masons are they're the oldest fraternal organization in the world. And did you know the Catholic Church forbids members from being Masons? Its membership is almost entirely men. In many countries, women and atheists are actually excluded. And history is, is littered, like just full of Masons. From all those people I already mentioned to George Washington, Ben Franklin, Mozart, Mark Twain, Winston Churchill, Davy Crockett, Henry Ford, Gerald Ford, Nat King Cole, Jace, or Jesse Jackson, Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple, and uh, Michael Richards, Kramer, if you will, of uh, Jerry Seinfeld. I thought that was funny, so I threw that in. As well as 14 presidents have been Masons. A lot of power and success for those within this group. That's how it kind of seems, right? Two Mason presidents were assassinated. Garfield and McKinley. McKinley was actually replaced by fellow Mason Teddy Roosevelt. Andrew Johnson, a Mason, became president after the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. A fact worth noting is that Garfield's replacement, Chester A. Arthur, died two years after leaving office from Bright's disease. Uh, I think it was something attributed to malaria. Apparently he was supposedly sick the whole time, but never told people um, and there's so many rabbit holes to go down with these things and a lot of historical and even biblical events over the course of times and I, when I when I do this and when I research this like I, I had to stop at some point because I'm like does it 
it, it all sounds crazy because you know it, it, now is it crazy because I don't want to believe it or is it just because we've been conditioned to think differently or that you know not think about these things or maybe it's all just one big bowl of creative nonsense that you know that just is what it is and I'd be lying if I said I really can't I can't give you a straight answer it, it, it's a lot to think about I'd urge you if you're interested look into these things research these things read about it you know don't just believe the ramblings of a whiskey drinking good looking middle aged man because I mean I'll be honest there are times where I wish I could just shut my mind off and not give any of this a second thought because after I think about it you know sometimes I'm like okay so even if it's all true it's all right what what can we do about it I mean we say this thing knowledge is power but in some instances it's really not you know and I think this is one of those instances and I think at times maybe not knowledge can be a painful reality um, you know there's a reason they say ignorance is bliss but then there's a part of me that's like maybe this enlightenment means something maybe it leads to something bigger um, I have no idea what that would be it's just a possibility I, I suppose you know because like I said so much just goes unnoticed and, and not talked about you know and, and the narrative always seems to ultimately win because we know it's there we talk about it we fight against it but it always remains it doesn't like change it doesn't our dismay with it doesn't dictate anything you know you can look at the fact that Biden just sent all of this oil overseas when we are seeing record high gas prices you know and it went to companies that his son is profiting from. It's an easily impeachable offense, but nothing. Crickets. You know, Trump, and you look at it on the other page, Trump was impeached over pretend things that there were no proof of, that never happened, and, and they were proven time and time never happen. But when these actual things that happened, nothing. They'll tell you to your face that it happened. They'll tell you it's good for you when it's bad for you. And they'll, a chunk of the people will believe it. You know, the government puts out bullshit every day. Things that aren't true, whether it's, econ you know, the economy stats, inflation, the supply chain, whatever it is, it's all lies. But, but nothing comes from it. Even when they're called on it, nothing. You know, it just... It just, it just is, you know, it's like this, like that spinning wheel of bullshit and propaganda and, you know, it's kind of like, okay, we can't stop the wheel to fix this. We just have to keep spinning and hope that maybe it lands somewhere we want to be or it stops somewhere better or maybe it doesn't land on bankrupt. I, I, I wish I, I could predict the future. I can't, uh. I could tell you right now, I, oh, I don't know, I'm kind of dreading it to some extent. We'll add that my whiskey has reached that perfect point where the melted ice to whiskey ratio is, it's, those of you who enjoy whiskey will know what I'm talking about. It's, it's perfect. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you tonight, folks. Um, 
hope it wasn't too deep. I hope it wasn't too fucking insane. Uh, I, I'm literally not going to go and like do math equations or anything now. I'm just going to sit here and ponder my existence. Oh, on a random note, um, an unfortunate note, Polly Walnut to the Sopranos passed away yesterday. Fucking love that guy. Tony Serco, very talented actor. Polly Walnuts was an iconic character on a great show, so Godspeed, my friend. Thank you for the entertainment. I uh, appreciate all you guys listening. I hope everyone has a wonderful, safe weekend, and we'll see you next week.